Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrek.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. Kind of a bit of a change today. We wanted to kind of look ahead, look forward into 2024 and beyond. I know, I know, we're early. because we haven't we haven't reached the end of november yet and obviously we've got december to go and christmas and new year is 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 on the horizon but we wanted to essentially talk about what's next you know and that is also from what's next ever trek but what's next for you as well um because we've had some sort of questions and 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 comments i've seen the group as well you know maybe some people are asking you know i've just done killy or just done base camp and i want to do the other one which is harder you know people done both um so we thought that, that that opens up a really good kind of talking point around yeah. you know if you're doing Everest Base Camp Achilles Machu Picchu um and you're wondering about what's next then let's talk about that um we thought it was a good one to, to kind of talk yeah about no today. and it's kind of apt as well because the season in Nepal is coming to an end I know, so many people um you know our Kilimanjaro season has come to an end um, so that won't start up until the new year. So there's probably yeah. a large <clears throat> amount of people now that have done an awesome trip, perhaps for the first time, yeah. who are at home now, they've had time to recover, they've forgotten how bad the altitude sucks, and they're thinking to themselves, <laughs> where shall I go next? You know, And it's something that I always think about. I mean, to be honest, I'm about four trips down the line now, <laughs> so you do start stacking them. And the rest. But, um, but yeah, it's, and sometimes, you know, it, it's different for everybody. Some people may come back from Killy and think, I never want to climb another mountain again, but I do want yeah, to go yeah. on a trip. True, true. Other people will come back and say, that was amazing. I want to go bigger, higher, harder, you know? So how to narrow down what trip's right for you next? Yeah, and um, just to welcome some of the newbies as well, we've got John, Paul. How you doing, Paul? I hope all is well. Um, Paul, was it yourself just come back from Tupacap? Was that right? It was you, Paul, wasn't it? Um, well done on the summit, by the way. Hopefully, it's the right Paul. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Paul. I know I'm, I'm, I'm literally because I know we've got a few Pauls in the community, uh, and I should know, shouldn't I? Um, but yeah, congratulations on the summit. I know Kate. How you doing, Kate? Um, lovely to see you too. Um, fantastic again on Tubecal. Was it back end of um, back end of last month, wasn't it? It was an yeah. uh, absolutely fantastic trip. Um, and Kate was on the the Souks to Summit trip, the the private trip with myself and Dave. Um, which was it fantastic. wasn't just the three of us. It wasn't. There was thirteen of us. Thirteen of us. On yeah. that, um, but on it was. Trip. It was amazing. <clears throat> We're doing that trip again, actually, with the um, uh, Grand Paradiso. Yes. Very um, excited about that. Yeah. Very excited. Really super hyped about that one. Well, it's been something we've been percolating for a while, and you know, we're talking about what next. Um, yeah, in terms of the next trip for that, I suppose it's it's only right, yeah, to give it its, give it its plug. Um, and Grand Paradiso is something that we've been building up for a while. Um, 
you know, because it's 4,000 meter peak, it's, you know, a bit of a rugged peak as well, but also kind of quite a unspoiled area, I could say. Yeah. Um, you know, although that, you know, a lot of people live there, it's not well known really in the trekking world. So yeah, we wanted to, to kind of, you yeah, know, it's more build that up a little bit. Rock climbing and ice climbing world has been synonymous yeah. here. A lot of history to do with some, um, you know, proper celebrities in that world. But um, yeah, the Grand Paradiso is, I think it's Italy, Italy's oldest national. It's the first national the first park. National yeah. park yeah, and so. one of the oldest in Europe. And so yeah. it's amazing that it's been so established, but yet so relatively unspoiled yeah. in terms of, you know, tourists and over over saturation of tourists and stuff like that. So now's the time to kind of go there because I it's reckon a place, isn't it? I have a funny feeling we're going to make it super popular. So if you want to experience <laughs> what it was like first and you want to know those bragging rights, I saw the Beatles back in the day in Liverpool. <laughs> you can say that about Grand Paradiso, you know? I saw the Beatles. Brilliant. Um, yeah, Jody's on the comments. Jody, can you put the uh, the link in the comments? That would be great. Um, just so everyone can see that, uh, which is the uh, Peaks Passes and Paradiso trip. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, drop it in the comments. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, I did get the right Paul. Paul here, mate. I'm glad it's you. <laughs> um, but thanks for sending me your, uh, your pics as well um, from the summit. Absolutely fantastic. Um, nice to see you all summit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a toughie, isn't it? It's um, it's definitely not easy uh, getting up there. And um, I know Sophie mentioned there about doing the South Cante trek uh, to Machu Picchu. Yeah, we've, we've heard it is a bit of a challenge. And the thing is, you're right. Like, um, one thing we're going to talk about, certainly around what's next, is, you know, evaluating your first couple of trips or evaluating your first trip and seeing what's next. And Obviously, one of those things, because of, you know, the types of trips that we do, is the altitude. And yeah. it, it goes to show, like, Kili is harder than Salcante. Or EBC is harder than Salcante. But yet, altitude can affect you anytime. Um, it's, it's it's a funny one. You know, it, your body can react well, in different ways at different times. You do right? go higher quicker when you go to yeah, Machu Picchu. That's true. You know, so yeah. it takes... When you, when you look at EBC, although you go to a high altitude, when you look at the profile, you leave sea level, yeah. you go to 1300 in Kathmandu, 27 in Lukla, 24 in Fakting, 330, you know, so th there's, and each yeah. of those on consecutive days where you go to Cusco, <clears throat> so like day one. It's, I know, it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> Namche, isn't it? it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, um, you know, sea level to Namche in one, in one go. It's a biggie. So, um, <laughs> funny enough, Match Beach, a lot of, people say that is that it's it's actually a tough start it if, is a if, tough start. if the altitude kind of decides it's gonna be mean to you it's always like 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 salcante and you know whilst we're on the subject it obviously it's not a trip that we do currently you never know in the future um because that we decided against it because we wanted to do more remote stuff but yes yeah, it's, it's a beautiful place yeah um and you know the altitude profile is definitely one of the things that i struggle with on that route um just from like you said it's 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 speedy yeah that's why we kind of like especially the atomic air and the Inca trail do build in that acclimatization day even though it's hard like for instance you know you're going from 3300 meters and on the acclimatization day we do before going to uh, we go to a little um little place called huayna pichu which is basically like it's a, it's a small pichu essentially um it's nowhere near machu picchu <laughs> it sounds like it is right and essentially it's um uh no it's not it's, it's no it's why called, not, why it, no, 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 no. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna rewind it's called hucha cusco little cusco is what it is yeah i, I was thinking that that doesn't sound well, right when you said find a pizza and i was like pretty sure that's the peach <laughs> it is it is right by machu picchu <clears throat> but um that's it hucha cusco is what it's called hucha cusco. and it's um it's about four thousand three hundred meters and you know you go from a thousand meters up and then you go back to cusco 
Cusco is a lot easier to kind yeah. of, you know, because it's quite hard. You're walking up the steps, you know, there's a lot of uphill in Cusco. Um, yeah, it can be a little bit hard work when you arrive there. So, yeah, certainly the altitude profile makes a difference, doesn't so it? Whatever you said, go. she missed the Evertrek guy, just did a oh. super rush. Um, and then, yeah, if you're quite slow like me, you end up alone at the back. Not on my watch, Sophie, <laughs> not on my watch. Um, we would have slowed that group down. I know. it's it, No, but it's great. I mean, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of good guides out there. And, um, you know, it, it, again, on the Salcante route, it, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you had a great guide, but I know what you mean. It's, you know, it's nice to hear, you know, especially as you've been on EBC and, and the kind of level of guides that we have. You know, they do like to, to slow you down a little bit. Yeah. Um, because no rush, no rush at altitude. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously looking at all the, um, some of the comments here, I, was it, who said what there? Lee. I'm sure on that Netflix scene, he's Race to the Peak. Have you seen that? Yeah. That's with, um, uh, that's with um, Uli Steck. Uli Steck. Oh, and never talked about tragically, it, yeah. the other guy whose name I can't remember. Daniel something like that? Daniel, yeah. Forgotten it. Now. It's typical, because he just as good a climber, in, really. But yeah, really good, really good uh, Netflix documentary. Yeah, no, it uh, makes for some good pub debate. It that does. one, you know, Very so um, in if, terms if of he did it or not, if he did it or not, mm. what your thoughts are on how they did it, yeah. um, was it a true competition or not? Really fascinating. I mean, both of those guys, absolutely fantastic. I mean, to be honest, personally, I probably, I think I resonated more with Daniel than Uli Steck. Really? Yeah, because he was more. Uli Steck was like, you know, what they got the Swiss machine, you know, yeah. it was all methodical and I never got the sense that there was much joy in the, in it, what he did. I see what you mean. With yeah. Daniel, okay. you know, there's, there's, you see the footage of him sat in the mountains, he's a guide and he's, he's, he's having tea on a cold mountain top and I don't know why, there's something about him, I thought if I had to pick one of those two you guys to go on a trek with, yeah. I'd probably go with Daniel. Not to say that I wouldn't have loads of questions, mm. um, sadly Uli did pass away. I know. It's but, been, um, when was that? In um, it, was, it was a few years ago. Twenty nineteen. It? it was sixteen or seventeen. No, it was twenty seventeen. Seventeen. Now I'm yeah, pretty certain it. it was twenty seventeen because yeah. I think I was in there at the same time. Yeah, we were. Because okay. we both were. We, we both yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Base camp. Um, but yeah, really good documentary. Highly recommend it. By the way, yeah, I think it's called um, yeah Race to the Peak, isn't it? Race to the summit. Race to the summit. Race to the peak. Yeah, it's uh, very because. The biggie of it, and, and I didn't realise whilst watching it, is that there was a lot of questions asked around Yuli's peaks. Yeah. Um, which, which was quite sad in a way, because obviously I've I've followed him for years, and um, you know, always you know one of those names you you kind of hear. Uh, so it was kind of hearing about, you know, he was so methodical on this training, so methodical how he climbed peaks, and that he always forgot to have a, a camera with him. He always forgot to turn his watch on. Uh, it kind of didn't marry up so there was always that kind of like did yeah. he actually do those summits I, or not i suspect he did yeah because there was one where he uh was at a permit wasn't it and yeah, he, his team turned back and he carried on yeah he didn't have a tent and he was up there all night you had to have been moving during yeah. that time so i don't he just hung around for sort of 12 <laughs> hours and thought yeah i'm back now i'll, I'll take it off yeah exactly you know so exactly. yeah no. that is true but at the same time though in today's world if you don't have proof, it didn't happen. I know. It, you yeah, know now you, it's quite big I now, mean, isn't it? You know, obviously we've got tech. Look at what Guinness do to give you a world record. You can't like I, I, I can't just rock up and say, "Hey, Guinness, I just got the world record for <laughs> the hundred meter sprint." There's some more <laughs> stuff, but I didn't it? put it on Strava. But it's it, it is in like I know we're, we're kind of going off a little. Welcome bit Welcome to the Uli Netflix special. <laughs> I know it's it's interesting, isn't it? We're, we're open, this is an open forum at the end of the day, and 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 comment as well if you've got an opinion on 
this kind of stuff, drop it in the comments because it's always keen to hear how you know how you how you think about this stuff. Um, and it is interesting thinking about all you know. In, nowadays, there's always someone doing firsts and mm -hmm. speed. And we got to kind of go back. And, and, and my personal opinion is take it back to the simple stuff. You know, and and the stuff. The reason why you go there is to enjoy the mountains. Yeah. Um. You know, especially at altitude. You don't want to be going too quick at altitude. And look, I'm I'm all for um, achievements, but it's going back to the central reason about why you go out in, into yeah. into the mountains in the first place, which is to enjoy it, to have that free time, to kind of um, obviously the views, you know, the people you're with, rather than thinking I'm going to get there and be the fastest. I've done loads. Of we should go back to that. You know, loads of first. Okay. Uh, 2016 was my first time to EVC. Ah, see where you're going there. Uh, okay. 2019 was my 2020 was my first time on Killy. Each yeah. of these were the first routes for me. See, you I know, like that. I like, like uh, but no, I don't. I, I I don't give a um a monkeys whether or not. I wonder you're going to say. I, I don't care about being you know furthest, fastest, first, all the Fs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm there just to say enjoy I'm, it, just to say I've Agreed. done it, have a good memory. You know, during those two years in COVID the memory of Killy sustained me during that period. But I think you're right that what you said there is that the only thirst you should be worried about is your own. Well, exactly, yeah. If you don't do something because someone yeah. else did it first, mm. be insane. Exactly. Imagine yeah. if the world functioned that way. <laughs> It'd be nuts. You know what I mean? Starbucks would sell one coffee. Brian. And <laughs> <laughs> that'd be it. It's good business. Um, Brian, Brian. Uh, how you doing, Brian? Uh, if you didn't post it on Facebook, you didn't sum it. Well, there we go, mate. Yeah, yeah, we go. Yeah, so what you're saying is not on Strava. I do record a lot on Strava. There's a lot I don't. But know, weirdly, it's... for me, yeah. I don't take photos or videos a lot, do I? For me, no. Strava's my record of having done something. It is, and then yeah, I and then I use your photos <laughs> because I'm not. I do take photos. Mine. I do a lot of photos. Yeah, yeah and that's what's great. I, I used to take photos, but mine are crap. And then I go, <laughs> I go with you, and then like, I'm like. We did, we're both sat there taking the same picture with the same thing, but yours is better. So why would I need to? Wow, it's always good to have two different perspectives on the same scenario. Yeah, a good one and a crap one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, going back, I, want, I, want, I know we've gone off on a very big, very big tangent <laughs> yeah, there. Thanks, thanks Lee. Lee. <laughs> but no, no, it's great. It's, it's, it's a great subject, and you know, we're always. It's always great when these these kind of shows or um, series come onto Netflix, and you know, it's. Um, uh it's yeah it, it's good to bring up and talk about that and, and and talk about that journey or you know especially like i remember there was um if you remember we released the langtang trip um i believe it was beginning of last year um and obviously that was off that back of um off the back of the aftershock documentary on netflix if you haven't seen it by the way really good and that opens up kind of just you know new thoughts on different things so yeah definitely worth talking about that stuff but yeah bringing it back about what's next mm -hmm. and the reason we wanted to talk about it today is you know like like sophie mentioned earlier you know you know, doing base camp and then got killy um just done machu picchu um you know paul just taken on um you know just summited tube cow um we know a lot of uh, like like kate as well just done tube cow and she's got others coming on she's also got like winter skills so you're almost thinking and, and planning the next kind of three to five years really okay what have i got and what have i got going on here how do i plan for that and I, you know, we don't. Even, there's there's a big part of me that's um, a bit of a free spirit, but there is there is also a part of me that likes to plan. And I, I don't know if it's an age thing, but certainly as you get older, you think, okay, I actually do like to know what I'm doing mm. instead of just going with the flow, um, which is all good. Uh, and there's no judgment here because I've always been a kind of go with the flow person. But I tell you what, if you could plan the next five years and think, right, I know I've got this going on. I know I've got say Killy, and then I know I've potentially got Patagonia in. Plus, I know I'm going to winter skills to get ready for that. And mm. then actually. 
I feel like I want to go higher. Then you've got that, you've got, you know, your head is in the right place, I think, because you've, you've got an overview of what you're doing. Your, your, your training will be more focused to those challenges. Uh, plus, your, your general, I feel like if you've got something in the diary or you've got a bit of a plan, you're not really thinking about it as much because you know it's there. And, yeah. and having something, you know, like, you know, the last week has been really miserable in Wales. A lot of rain, dark, you know, it's... Um, and, and sometimes it can kind of get you down, but you actually think about what you've got in the diary and what you've got coming up. It actually picks you back up again. You're like, oh, yeah, i got to work towards that. I've screwed the weather. Can't control that. I can control my actions. I can control what I do. And I'm going to enjoy whatever I enjoy before. And look forward to your next trip. Yeah, no, I, you know I, I find that having a trip or multiple trips in the calendar gives me sort of a more purpose in life. Yeah. And for me, at least, having more purpose in life means that I, I get more enjoyment out of it. Yeah. You know, everything that I'm doing, I feel like I'm trying to work <clears> towards <throat> something, even if it's just in my free time. Like, one of the things I've noticed is that way, way back before I ever started trekking or anything like that, when you just, like, live, work, weekend, you know, my the entire thing I had to look forward to was only ever about six days ahead of where I was now. Yeah. So your life becomes quite short-sighted. Yeah, you know, true, yeah. all you ever think about doing is what is possible to do in six days. You know, on that weekend. Very occasionally, you might book yeah. a holiday a few months in advance or a year in advance. But having an epic adventure on the horizon, it's different. It gives different yeah. juju. You know, like I, I get up every day. I start to be more active. I start to train. That makes me feel better. I look better. And I'm more confident. And then the next thing you know, I've done that adventure and I've got a wicked achievement under my belt. And then I've got more confidence to do other things. Yeah. And then before you know it, I've traveled the world. It's amazing. It happened it? to me. Love it. Love it. Happened to you. Happened you to me. Video? I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it. Yeah. Happened to me. Yeah. But, but, but I think pre 2016, I yeah. visited Cuba and Australia on holidays. Yeah. Before you, you, you and, mind had that adjustment. And, and then 2016 to now, my god <laughs> well i, I love what jerome says over the world epic adventures are addictive bang on me they are yeah um which is fantastic and um uh, i think uh, was it ferdinand there um nice to see you again ferdinand great to see you um i have a few questions but not relevant to your topic today or any, any questions honestly all relevant. um you know we i know we're here you know we're here for another uh, probably about half hour 40 minutes um drop your questions in um unless you know there's any any question you don't want to share um you know with the community just like private ones we can we can answer those after no problem uh, but yeah drop them in that's what that's what this is about mate so yeah definitely drop them in there um that's perfect jim 1157 days till langtang you counting are you <laughs> I, I love it I, maybe it's I the moose it. i was gonna say the yeah, moose does count for you doesn't it? you know <clears throat> well done jim not long mate not long yeah what's that four years <laughs> almost uh just under four years fantastic but there we go you got it in the diary jim and um, you know now you can kind of plan for that and put everything in place. Um, and no doubt, it'll be 1,156 days, it'll be the day before you go, and you'll be like massively excited. Exactly, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, um, yeah. So, love in the comments as well. Yeah, Jerome says they're addictive. Lee says they're also expensive. Yeah, but expense is relative. They print more money every day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. They, I, I, they, I, like they, I like your thinking. Yeah, they just, it's just, a, they just invent it. It's just up to us to go out and sort of get it. And look, a bit of, this is a quite of an open-ended question here, and, and we've got certainly some plans about what we're going to do in the next few months. But something I wanted to bring the table today and, and, and to the community is that um, drop in the comments if there's anywhere in the world that you think I would love to go there with Evertrek. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you know, 
don't forget, we don't do um, surfing holidays, and maybe in the future, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, there are certain areas that we do. But if there's anywhere that you think that you'd like to go, um, and drop it in the comments. You know, if you, if you think there's a, a specific mountain you want to climb, a specific place that you'd love to go trek in, maybe an area we already do, but a different route, chuck it in the comments. Because for us, obviously, as you can imagine, that's that's really valuable because, you know, we want to look at trips that you also want to go on. Um, and, you know, because we've got our idea from, uh, you know, the, the kind of surveys and different things that we yeah. kind of put out over the last few years. But it's always good just to hear <laughs> Simon, top of Everest. Brilliant. Um, yes, I like it. Uh, okay, what else we got here? We got Paul, Montblanc Summit, Sophie, Bhutan. Nice. Mm. Rachel, Ladakh, please. Great stuff. Um, yeah, keep them coming. Yeah, I mean, Ladakh is... Um, it's possible. It's high. That, yeah, possible. That's, very, that's very interesting. Very Dave. possible. We, um, <laughs> it is very, very, very popular. Oh, w Trek in Patagonia, it's very possible. W Trek in Patagonia, yeah. Um, Mount Kenya, it's very possible. Hmm. W Trek in Patagonia, that is very interesting that someone mentioned that, isn't it? It is very. Yeah. Makalu Base Camp, very interested. Yeah. Um, what mate. we got here, Jerome, I, mate, you're, you're literally, that is like our bucket list as well. Um, Mount Kenya, no, great stuff. Keep them coming, keep these things coming because obviously um you know we want to make sure that if you are planning and you're looking at what's next then what's next for us and what's next in terms of our trip launches because it won't be long pre-christmas we've got some very exciting news to share with you i don't want to kind of tell you today but um we have got some awesome news um in terms of the direction of the business and and, and that kind of stuff um and it's certainly with um uh, with trips um as you can imagine we we want to go and and, and do more you know different areas mm -hmm. um stuff that we have been working in the background for the last couple of years on a lot of the ones that you've been talking about there um and we've recently teamed up with um i think we've got 11 new teams now that we've recently recruited um now that doesn't mean that we're just going to kind of throw them out there we you know we need to make sure that everything's up to standard um with with all of our trips and and you know um, sophie mentioned earlier about like the guides um it's important to us you know it's very important to to have good quality guides and, and guides that you know you, you trust um and are there to kind of look after you really um, yeah you know and and kind of it, it's almost one of those isn't it you you never want to handhold people because i always think going on an adventure there should be some independence about it but it's certainly easier if you've got someone on your side that speaks the language that knows the area sorts out your accommodation sorts out your dinner there's something about there isn't it that you can just relax um uh, you know and, and we and we appreciate that with guides you want to find the best so certainly yeah with um with all the people we've recently recruited and all the teams which we're we're, we're getting set up yeah um yeah we, we've got some very 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 exciting stuff um uh, just do the seven summits package yeah we should i know well, I mean, uh, we, we had we got a few of those seven yeah, summits we got, only we we're got, getting there we got a few of them <laughs> the issue is that one of them is kind of prohibitively expensive that is the one time where I'll allow complaints about money is uh, well, okay. with, 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 the, with the one of the seven summits, you know, that, that costs, you know, £70,000. Yeah. But, you know, we, I'm sure we could settle. Well, we got monthly payments. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, uh, what we got here then? Uh, Iceland and Greenland. Anything with land in it is brilliant. Um, absolutely fantastic. Greenland. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that. Yeah. Uh, absolutely brilliant, though. Well, thanks for that comment. We'll, we'll definitely be coming through here and, and, and looking at um, uh, some of these as well and, and, and putting them into the mix. Uh, I know 
just a, from all the people that have commented there, I'd say 80% of what you've commented on there are in the pipeline. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, which is is very, very, very exciting. Yeah, Lee, we've, <clears throat> just regarding Lee's one there, Denali in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, honestly, North America is quite hard to recruit the mm. teams over there. Um, you know, they're already, in terms of selling to the, the UK market, they're, they're very against it. But hey, we'd love to. Well, um, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, mm. when you go into somewhere like, the US where these businesses are kind of there established and have their own way of doing things it's kind of tricky to kind of yeah. imprint your method and your philosophies on how you do it you know but um I mean there's tons in the US I'd love to do yeah yeah I, I hear Mount St Helens is easier to find though. uh well you know it's funny actually I've been looking at that yeah um, a lot um I actually found a really good company um in um was it British Columbia and um, yeah it looks absolutely fantastic yeah. columbia um, to the lost city yeah well it's funny she says that 85 percent of everything <laughs> we've mentioned is uh is a, yeah well pretty much yeah like, um we've got we got some we got some very exciting stuff with regards yeah. to uh columbia um definitely it's uh it's definitely on there and ferdinand um not ignoring your questions we'll come on to it very 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 um soon Mount Chimborazo in Ecuador. I think Lee needs to go to the website. I, I think he definitely needs to go to the website. Yeah, um, I would say the to the Ecuador section. <laughs> definitely to the Ecuador section. Summits of fire. Summits of fire. Yeah, that's. Uh, and I, I, I dare say, mate, that uh, you can put on that one immediately. <laughs> definitely, definitely. We've actually got a trip um, talking about that uh, in uh, later this month yeah. uh, in Ecuador um, already. So yeah, Lee, definitely look out um, uh, for some of the pictures and videos absolutely <laughs> why not introduce them to welsh rarebit in canada andrew everyone loves a bit of cheese on toast right um even canadians with with all their varied cuisine mm. uh definitely a bit of cheese on toast would would, would go down well sorry welsh rarebit let's, mm. let's, let's label it what it is yeah uh, posh cheese on toast, posh cheese on toast. yeah cheese on that? toast with a flourish <laughs> Hey everyone, sorry to disrupt your podcast listening today. Um, I just wanted to jump in really and talk about uh, something that's really close to our hearts. Um, certainly the last kind of four or five weeks, which is Morocco, um, especially after the uh, earthquake um, uh, devastated the region, especially the High Atlas region in Morocco. So we wanted to just jump in really, um, <laughs> disturb your listening and talk a little bit about Tupcal. Um, absolutely fantastic trip. Um, we've actually got two, a four day and an eight day trip. Um, very physical, definitely challenging, but very, very uh, fantastic place to actually trek. Um, so we'll put the uh, both trip, uh, both trip links in the, the notes. Um, highly recommend you get on there, have a little look at the trip. Uh, you could even watch uh, Mount Tubcal First Ascent, which is a nice little video that we put together um, from our very own musical Yeti Zach, uh, who went there, uh, took on his first uh, mountain, which was um, Tubcal, which was a bit nuts, but he absolutely um, uh, beasted it, done it, um, and, and talked about his journey, uh, both before and after and during, and um, highly recommend you watch that. Um, but right, I'll leave you to the rest of the episode, um, but definitely if you're interested in going to Mount Tubcal, uh, I'll put the links in the notes and they'll go to the trip pages, have a little read, and yeah, definitely get out there. Cheers, guys. But um, um, but going back then to, to kind of what's next then, and, and if someone, you know, just some specifics here, because I know that, I know every, you know, all, all a lot of Evertrekkers have, have done, you know, a lot of Evertrekkers have done base camp, a lot of Evertrekkers have done Kili, a lot of Evertrekkers have done Tupcal, Machu Picchu. We're looking at, okay, so Dave, I've just 
I've just done EBC as my first track. Oh, okay, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, no worries, yeah. You got yeah. my certificate yet? Yeah, no, I've got your medal, mate. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Did you meet Calipatar? No. Uh, lion. Lion, I yeah. preferred it. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> um, but I, I was okay with the altitude. Yeah, uh, okay. This is hypothetical now. Yeah. Um, just, you know, messing around a bit. So, okay, I was okay with the altitude. Did struggle mm. for a few days. Lost my appetite. Standard, standard. Um, yeah, where's next, do you think? What, what would you kind of recommend? Um, well, I think that is an interesting question because you did make it to nearly five and a half days of meetings mm -hmm. when you did Everest Base Camp, but you did struggle. I think there's a lot of other things that you can do. So my first question would be, how yeah. did you enjoy the overall experience? Do oh. you feel like you really enjoyed that type of trekking, like circuit trekking? Yeah. Or would you have liked to have achieved the summit? So yeah, once you've actually challenge. done the trip, I always like to think, okay, now what do you feel like doing next? Do you feel like a singular goal, reaching yeah. the top of a mountain, having you know one, you know, thing in mind? Yeah, or yeah. would you rather okay. go on um, like an adventure from A to B to C to D, um, you know, and travel through a landscape? Yeah. So just to pause then. The uh, great questions, by the way, mm. and this is off the cuff. We're just we're just chatting about this. <laughs> is that those questions that Dave just asked? Bang on, like in terms of, you know, what did I what did I enjoy out that trip? Was it the A to B stuff? Was it that I wanted to actually get to Everest Base Camp, the summit? Was it other stuff? Um, you know, think about that. You know, around yourself, like what what was it out of those trips that you really did enjoy that you want more of? Um, looking at next because there's they, they asked. There's so many trips now out there. Um, obviously, you've got the popular ones, which are great because, <laughs> hey, Diane, how you doing? Diane pops in. Of Don't course, she's got every single trek that we do booked. Um, that's natural. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's and, and, and Diane done Killy and Base Camp um, and Tubecal. Uh, you and know, training weekend twice. Uh, <laughs> but there are. Um, you know those questions to ask yourself about you know, okay what, what what do i fancy next you know is yeah. it is it a beast of an adventure is it more of a circular route is it a summit is it something cold is it an epic is it more do i want something more remote you know to get away from the crowds a little bit maybe every space camp is a little bit too busy for you maybe you want to go somewhere more remote um, yeah. somewhere that's quieter um you know because obviously we don't know the answers but these are the kind of questions that you can let that percolate in your mind and and hopefully um some of those destinations are you know um some of the trips that we do uh you know obviously going forward and hence the reason why we're always looking to, to kind of to new areas to go um i know it seems like it's slower than ideal over the last few years um as you can imagine post covid uh you know covid unfortunately uh, we weren't completely unharmed from it so we had to kind of slow mm. down a little bit in terms of right we're going to do the stuff uh, and the things that we know how to do well um and you know with regards to the recruitment of you know different teams in different countries uh, that is now being sped up a lot yeah um so we're yeah we're really excited uh, about all of that so look i really thank you so much for all of your comments as well um and some of your questions and i think naz has asked about mary peak we'll definitely come to that kangon four thousands good to leap good good comments there mate um mike i love nepal fabulous journey uh it's also who you're with that makes the trip and that, exactly so one of the questions you could be is actually um, you know, when we were out in Tupcal, we met um, an awesome group of guys and, and Keith, who had been on, um, you know, Killy trip uh, mm -hmm. with a bunch of Evertrackers. And one of the big things for him, I remember chatting, and was about going with some of the people he'd already been with. Um, 
you know, like he's obviously done Killy together, then they wanted to do Tupcal together. And now they're looking to, you know, they're doing the Tour de Mont Blanc next year. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, if that's the important thing, it's not about where you go as such. I mean, it is, but it's it's also about who you go with. Um, yeah, I like, I like Yeah, that. no, the, the group like that. that tracks together, sticks together, you know? Yeah. Um, I like that. It's yeah, good. no, just off the, top, off the top of my head. Um, what do you reckon? Should we dive into some cues? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I know I feel like uh, going on a bit there about what's next, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, apparently um, Jody shouted at me today because there was four questions from last week um, that came off the back of our email. Amazing. That, okay. we, should, uh, that we should go through. So I yeah. reckon, so the first one was Darren Porter. Um, hey, Darren, how are you doing? Uh, hopefully on this live, Porter if not. Hugh, Porter Hugh, Porter Hay. Porter Hay. I'm attempting Killy on the 3rd of Feb 24, nice. um, and would love it if the following questions could be asked to Zach uh i can't be live but we'll catch up oh and then he's asked but so my god there's one two three four <laughs> there's, a, there's a few questions uh, on here, but yeah, that's okay so, okay, 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 away, okay fine um i'm gonna so we'll take turns being zach right okay so yeah, yeah. uh what did you do about snacks did you buy and take with you um or buy any there uh how many do you suggest taking okay well, and this is killy right mm -hmm. yeah so with going on a trip like killy you do want to take some of your own snacks out there i'd say um, even if it's you know something that will give you a bit of a lift because altitude you you know it can be tough uh, you it's not always a straight road you know you might be feeling down for a day you might be suffering with a headache so I always think if it's something that can pick you up you know give you a bit of energy whether that's a Snickers bar uh, whether that's a bag of Harry Bows whatever it is I would take some snacks out with you you don't have to you can get them in country but you know just be prepared that it might not be everything that you you know might 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 pick you up uh you probably will find loads of things like nuts um you know lots of carb stuff bread you know uh, cakes that kind of stuff um but i would say take some of your yeah. as well i always do mix it in why not excellent how did you manage washing hygiene for the eight day trek anything you should definitely pack so to yeah. be honest i think after a while you just don't bother to be honest i mean because the problem <laughs> is, with is that dave's is, plan is it yeah well the problem with killy is so it's yeah. so dusty the, the tents and everything around you is completely covered in that dust. Um, so I brought these wet wipes with me and then at the end of every trekking day, I'd have a bit of a wet wipe wash, but all that kind of does is make you sticky. And then as soon as you move, you're just covered in dust again. <laughs> so after a while, yeah. do you know what? I just thought, oh, I'm gonna sack this off. I just gave my face a bit of a wash and brushed my teeth and yeah. a little bit of a spray. Um, and that was me done. And then I just worried about it when I got back down. It's not the end of the world the average smell within the tent because everyone's doing the same is sort of this you, you won't stand out yeah um so yeah that's personally how i would uh, how i would do it um <laughs> i mean you can try and wash every day but you, you, you're fighting a losing battle on killian i'm afraid i was just reading there mike uh, thing i didn't like Achilles. all the dust yeah i know it gets in it gets everywhere mike doesn't it yeah it's definitely definitely part of the, the challenge yeah um but great yeah great um last week it was mentioned that a text was sent to see if you managed to summit did you get a sim card there yeah. for use and whereabouts on killy can you use or not use it nice uh so i'm gonna go with they didn't get a sim card yeah. uh, they did reply to my text generally speaking on kilimanjaro the first four days of our Lamosha, you won't you will receive no signal and then on the second four days you get intermittent yeah. signal it's not great um a little hack that uh, my guide our guy told me was that if you go into your settings and you change it from like 4g to 2g it picks up more of a of a general yeah. signal because it's looking for 4g all the time there'll be large gaps where it can't <clears> find <throat> it 
with 2G, it's much easier. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I got my signal. You can get a local SIM if you want. Um, you'll have to go and get it in Moshi before you start. Yeah. I'll be honest, I did it once in the porn, didn't work. I mean, but then other people say it does. I just use my data. There are, yeah, there's a few different things. I think when we, um, we noticed when we were in Morocco, um, I know this is, is Morocco, not, not Tanzania, but um, I, this, this works around the world, is that you can buy digital SIMs. So essentially now um, on, on your mobile, you can actually buy a virtual SIM um, that you can kind of switch to, and that might have different kind of data. So you don't necessarily have to get the actual SIM card for your phone, um, which is, and this is kind of a you know thing last couple of years that's coming. I've never used it myself, but some of the Ever, Ever Trackers on the Souks Summit in Morocco, mm. um, I believe Kate was one. Kate, if you're still on, definitely comment, or anyone else who's on that trip, definitely comment if you've used this. But you can just switch. So, for instance, if you haven't got any data and you haven't got any um, uh, text or something, you can kind of switch it to this virtual SIM that might have more kind of signal in that area. Um, I think it's it's definitely. <laughs> sorry, just saw Jerome there. Carrier pigeons. I mean, hey mate, if it works, yeah, yeah. A bit of a long journey to send one back to the UK, but you might get there before the pigeon. But you know, you never know. It could yeah. work. Um, but yeah, just something to think about with with SIM cards. Q4. Um, um, thinking of hiring a sleeping bag. Save myself less volume. Doing the safari afterwards. Awesome. Any knowledge of the bags available to hire? And their cleanliness, suitability. So, yeah, with, with all the sleeping bags, as you can imagine, they're not brand new, and they have been used before. Now they're all, uh, you know, kind of cleaned. Uh, obviously, they're suitable because you know everything you can hire is suitable for for the journey, um, and they're suitable for the mountain. Um, just be prepared that you know they are varied, varied sizes, and that they're not all the same. Some mm. of them are different shapes, but you know they're more and they're more than than than, than good really for the the Kili summit. Yeah, exactly. Um, Darren, all right, Dazza, he was on a training Hey, Darren, weekend. how you doing? Um, oh, yeah, when I was on the training weekend, Dave, that's me, um, mentioned you? heated gloves. What was the make? Um, ah, very good. So they are, um, Rosie worked really hard at getting um, a little bit of a partnership with a company called Vulcan, V-U-L-C-A-N, like Mr. Spock. Um, I think he's half Vulcan. Um, and <laughs> if you use a code Evertrek15, um, I'm going to go with that 15% discount. Uh, because of the numbers, um, they're really, really good, especially if you're looking at doing certain like high summits and things like that. Um, in fact, one of uh, our friends is out on Mera and has taken a pair with him now, so I'm looking forward to getting the uh, feedback on those. Yeah. I have tried the gloves on and turned them on, and I can tell you that you know level three was probably too hot. Um, <laughs> they're really hot. I haven't you know, tried them actually. They're great, do. honestly. Yeah, it, really? Do you know what I really would have loved them when I did the the winter? Tubcar when I saw really? it and it was really cold. I was thinking, not level three because to me that's made my hands sweaty, but a nice level one. So when you're taking your crampons on and off, your hands are all nice and warm, and you can use your fingers properly. Just um, um, kind of segue into cold and and hat, keeping your hands warm. Um, we also want the um, in a couple of weeks, uh, actually on the thirtieth of November. Um, we want us to let you all know first. Um, there will be an event going out on um, uh, the Facebook page. Um, we have got uh, the very lovely Tori James, um, who was the first Welsh female to climb Mount Everest. I know we, we started off talking about firsts at the beginning of the of the beginning of the live, but yeah, um, she's going to be joining us now. So it's going to be a little bit different. It's not on a Tuesday; it's on Thursday. So we're going to cross that Tuesday out and put Thursday. So it's still the TTI, but it's on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a little bit different, and that'll be on the 30th of November. So put that in your diaries. Talk about planning now. What's next? Um, yeah, we're going to talk about her. 
kind of experience on Everest, you know, some of the things that drove her to, to want to do that, what came after, um, you know, some of the things she does now. And, and I think it'd just be really cool, kind of insightful, um, kind of, you know, live really, and bring some questions as well. Obviously she's summited Everest, um, you know, she's done other peaks as well. And, and, and Tori, um, you know, brings a lot of, of experience there in the Himalayas. So yeah, it'd be great. To, I'm really excited actually. To yeah, no, on can't and wait. We'll have a, we're on the sofas there. We're going to do, get the, get the cameras out, make it look nice. And, so it'll be a little bit different. It's kind of like, um, it's going to like, be a bit more of like a show. Breakfast television. It's like good morning, Britain, is it? Yeah, sort of that, that okay. sort of effort. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll I do think, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have a little uh, Google of Tory James. Bring some questions as well, because obviously we can we can ask her directly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're really excited to to have her here. So um, yeah, like I said, it's on the, the 30th um, of November. So we're very, very, very excited. Awesome. Um, um, yeah, next question. Ferdinand has said, uh, when we're going to get our Evertrek duffel bag at the Alaska yeah. Hotel, how about a sleeping bag, dane jacket, and also walking poles? Thanks. So yeah, when you arrive at a loft, yeah. uh, generally speaking, day two, you'll have a uh, briefing um, with the team over there and they'll check everyone's equipment. And at that point, then you'll get the Evertrek duffel bag and any items you need, like the, yeah. like the sleeping bag and whatnot. Walking poles we don't provide, but you're going to be in the center of Tamil, yeah. which is like a trekking mecca for all sorts of, you know, equipment. You know, I've been out there, I've bought sunglasses, I've bought like bottles and caps and buffs and yeah. trekking poles by the millions out there. So yeah, if you do want to buy a set when you're out there, more than uh, doable for relatively cheap as well. Nice. I mean, they won't be, they'll be aluminium ones, you know, but um, yeah, that's all you're after. That's all you need. Definitely. Um, I think question as well, possible for me and my wife to have the double bed instead of separate twin. So yeah, there, there might be a possibility in, in Kathmandu. Um, there are some available doubles rather than twins, but in the mountains, um, uh, there's no uh, double beds there. They're all, they're all twins yep. um, in, in all of the lodges and tea houses. So yeah, just something to kind of get, uh, get in your head but before you reach the mountain regions it's just because of the you know where you are it's very remote and um although the infrastructure is amazing that and you know it's come on a lot in the last kind of 15 20 years yeah um you know it's still kind of quite basic and and there's, there's only kind of twin rooms yeah um in the mountains there exactly uh naz has asked american hey, is autumn the best season to climb hopefully next climb so um you can climb it in spring and autumn yeah um in terms of the best season to climb it depends really what your sort of comfortability and what you're looking for. So in the autumn, yeah. it's generally colder. Um, spring tends to be more mild in terms of its like lowest temperature. Yeah, it's all relative because it's definitely going to go well below zero on both trips. Um, but yeah, it's certainly possible in the spring or the autumn. I would focus more on you know when's the right time for you personally yeah. with your work commitments and life and things like that. Um, and then I usually would aim to go sort of middle of the season, you know, to, at the ends, the weather tends to be a little bit more extreme one way or the other, but uh, middle of the season tends to be the sweet spot. But, you know, having said that, we've had incredible success all through both seasons. So, exactly. yeah, I know it's not a straightforward yes or no, but that's because it's, that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got people on, um, well, actually they're at uh, high camp tomorrow. Um, and then summit the next day. So mm -hmm. yeah, on the 16th. So we should see some kind of summit picks filtering through from the community. Yeah. Um, I know some of the ever ever trackers that are on the group there. Uh, I think they're sharing some bits from um, the trip. Um, I think it's Chris and Tam. Uh, maybe even uh, I think Colin as well might be sharing some stuff in the group. So yeah. definitely have a little um, 
Uh, keep an eye on the high altitude ever trackers group. I know Colin's a really he's, keen photographer, he's brilliant, he is, but he yeah. carries one of those Andy cameras, you know, the ones that are like sort of this big <laughs> with a lens like that. He long. does, he, he takes and his good camera. They yeah. tend not to get updated until you get back. That's true, that's true. He's, even, with a, even with a phone, though, he takes some good shots. I honestly, he's a great photographer. No, so little about cameras. I feel like how you know my granddad must have felt when DVD players came out. Is how you feel about phones? Uh, well, yeah, cameras, just, not not just not, not those. But like, <laughs> I don't know the difference between a D three and a D four. Ah, it's like if I was talking to you about mountain bikes. Oh, that's you'd be able to. I think you're talking a different language. You're talking about bikes. Yeah, I mean, I I know obviously I know what the ISO is um, in order to get that those settings correct. That's that's key. Um, um, you know, good good question though. Good question, Mars. And yeah, really exciting. Mera Peak as well. It's um, you know, it is a hard hard trip. Um, you know, because of the height, it's the, the highest trekking peak, um, just over 6,400 meters. Um, so altitude wise, it's a beast. Um, but yeah, just, you know, in, in terms of the warm up to that, um, you know, the route to there, like the 10 days it takes you to get to the mountain, it looks like it's one of the you know, most fantastic places on the planet. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, you know, even though it's about the summit, that the journey there is, is, is fantastic. Um, taking you all the way from Lukla, you know, through the kind of uh, the woodland areas, you know, the lowlands, and then uh, as you get to the kind of glacial parts, there it becomes more rugged. And obviously, in the distance, you can see Mara, and as you creep towards it, yeah, um, yeah, very exciting, as. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, are you already booked in? Looking to book in? Um, obviously, any day, any specific dates, do reach out to the team, and we can. Okay, right. Let's. Uh, we've got say six or seven on this group. Would you like to join that one, or um, is there anyone else to come with you? Just to so make sure we we can get you on the right group there. Certainly um jerome how is the uganda trek working out yeah great it's um so obviously we've got it on the website to book uh, we are doing our first trip next year so there's availability on that trip um still going ahead i know there's been some um uh, kind of activity in uganda that i think it was about a month ago now um i think there was a, a couple of fatalities um in the country i think from uh, i think it was from uh, the republic of congo um essentially having some terrorist activity so yeah it's Unfortunately, there are areas of the world that these things do happen. Um, like anything, it can happen anywhere in the world, right? And it, it, it's hard for us because obviously we don't want to stop doing trips just because of that. Obviously, if it was too dangerous, we would. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the guidance we're getting is that, you know, next summer when we run our first trip, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we've got guides. We've got the security anyway um, of running trips out there. We're very excited to run it. Um, you know, doing the, obviously, seeing the mountain gorillas. Um, but also as well, summiting a 5,000 meter peak, um, you know, in the Ruanzori Mountains, it looks fantastic. So yeah, 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 all all, um, all good to go. Can't wait for that one. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, next one, dive Bizbark. Hey, uh, guys, do you know, doing the Ring of Fire or Summits of Fire? You haven't seen much from any of them. That one. Yeah. Well, exactly. yeah. I mean, it's definitely on the cards. It's one of them though. It's more of a niche trip. You know, it doesn't attract the numbers like yeah. BBC or Kili or Machu Picchu. Exactly. Um, you know, it certainly is growing over time. It's one of them as well, where the summits of fire is such an epic trip. It's <coughs> a bit of a dark horse, really. It's probably the most difficult trip that we run um, in terms of what it takes to actually summit all those peaks. It's like yeah. doing Killy three times in, a, in 11 days. Um, in fact, it's probably harder than that. Um, so, yeah, we're, but, you know, people tend to book it quite a while in advance. In the pipeline, we've got quite some numbers going there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, certainly. I mean, it's, Ecuador is... Um, it's probably the place I'd like to go to most in in South America. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, and for reasons for reasons that aren't really relevant to anything other than when it's to do that dotted line. 
I really want to see that dotted line because on the map <laughs> it looks huge. So when I get there, I am hoping that there's a big dotted line in the middle of the landscape. Um, I want to flush the toilet on either sides of the line okay. to check if that's true about the, the thing. But mainly when, I was, when I was in 2000, uh, 2005, me and John, the great bald yeti, were in Florida. Right. And uh, we got a taxi one day and the guy was so friendly. We, we said, do you want to be a taxi driver all week? And he nice. was. Very good. And his name was Augusto and he was from Ecuador amazing and so for two weeks i was getting a sort of a schooling <laughs> in ecuador and uh you know i promised him that i'd go there one day and a promise is a promise and it is you have to fulfill mate. Exactly. you gotta get it done i'll get out there uh, but diane's right like it, there's not been too many too many pictures uh too many videos about it yeah we've yeah we've had probably a, just about a dozen customers over in mm -hmm. ecuador um i think we had our first trip there last year stuart actually um gentleman called stuart has been on He's actually gone out to Ecuador on his third trip with us. Um, just because his, I remember the first time, I think uh, one of the summits he couldn't do because of bad weather. He went out there. There was a few protests. It kind of couldn't happen. So he's back out there a third time, hoping to, um, uh, to you know, to summit. Uh, he wants to do Chimborazo. Um, he did some of the other um, uh, summits out there as well. Um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic trip yeah. uh, that we put together. So, yeah, definitely. And, and the Ring of Fire is a bit more chilled. Um, certainly the summits is more popular than the ring of fire i would say just because it's got the summits but the ring of fire still involves a summit um it, but it's just not as uh, obviously as difficult it's more of a a journey um and we call it the ring of fire it actually goes the avenue of the volcanoes in ecuador uh we thought avenue not sure about that let's call it ring yeah well, let's it call it johnny cash on the mind it was over that the cul-de-sac of fire <laughs> um <laughs> you know but i uh, never heard that a cold sack cold of sack fire. fire okay yeah where's the that's right up your street uh oui. so like there we go you? yeah yeah hit the road mate. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um simon said are we uh are we at kendall mate festival no oh, i know normally we tend to work keswick yeah rather than next kendall yeah it's more our sort of um in terms of what we do and in terms of the people we meet it's more suitable but yeah, we uh, yeah, we're not there this year. Who no. knows next year? We might, um, you know, we have got some plans to kind of step it up with our, um, you know, going to trade shows and our outdoor festivals. Um, yeah, this year it's, it's been different. We've 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 put kind of budget into other areas. Um, yeah, we we'd love to we'd love to be there. Um, what was the last one we did? Uh, would have been gone wild. And oh, Keswick yeah, was cancelled, wasn't it? Last July. Yeah. And then it August, was supposed yeah. to be May this year, was supposed to be Keswick, yeah. and we didn't do it. Keswick, I believe, is um, the tickets are available now. Um, yeah, we're hoping to be there, not guaranteed yet, um, but uh, be great to, to kind of go to Keswick. Uh, yeah. Just because it is an outdoor festival, it's, it's changed a little bit. Um, I think they had a, a year off, essentially, when it was all about the, the kind of events. They were just doing the running stuff, not the festival stuff. with you know all the people all the companies like us there and the music and yeah but this time they're, they're kind of switching it around so um i think they're making it kind of bigger and better because they've been doing it for i think it's almost 10 years now um you know so it's, it's, it's a great place i mean i remember going there as a you know like, like you guys you know, going there as a, like a punter mm -hmm. seeing all the companies there and i was like evertrek's gotta be here tell you what <laughs> one of the best things was they had um trail mag there oh yeah i remember that they get a lot of like testing equipment and over the years, they gathered tons of this stuff. So yeah. they opened up the craziest sale that I've ever seen. <clears throat> that was nuts. Was like it? I queued for about an hour and a half. <laughs> I remember it was like we're supposed to be working the stand, and I think I, I think we were there, and I had to call back and say, "Guys, you're gonna have to cover me because I'm not losing this space." But they were selling. I bought a pair of boots for a fiver. 
you know, That's crazy, a, a rucksack, a brand spanking new rucksack <clears> for twenty pounds. Um, just ugh, amazing. I mean, yeah, big up Trail Mag for doing that because I think a lot of people got a lot to get out of there. That was really awesome. Yeah, absolutely fantastic, isn't it? I'm just looking. Um, you just, uh, just uh, sorry, I, I can't no, help yeah. this. It's just I'm just looking at. Is it 25 days? Sorry, Kate. I know you mentioned. Um, it is, isn't it? It's, I know it's a long, a long trip. But you mentioned about the Kanchenjunga trip. It is pretty much just because of the. Um, sorry, this is Kate's question, by the way. Any chance to make Kanchenjunga trip a bit shorter than 25 days? It's because of the location. Mm. It's really remote um, to kind of get there. Um, you know, without using kind of choppers and, and, and other transport. Um, you know, right now it's yeah. That is, you know, if you're walking there and walking walking back, it's. Um, yeah, that is is a kind of the days that we need to make it yeah. safe, um, and also you know from a climatization point of view, you don't want to rush there because uh, it is high. You know, you, you're getting some really high high places. There. Exactly, Kate, and that is what uh, sick days are for. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know, was it used to say? Save your sick days for when you're well. <laughs> wow, is, it, is that what you do, Dave? <laughs> no, well, mate, mate, I do. <laughs> no, I'm well, never sick anymore. Never, so never, never, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean. Bad back today, man. I'm still here. You still know. fighting. No, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I came in when I had shingles. You did. We did. Uh, you did uh, EBC. EBC, which yeah, that was. That was, that was <laughs> okay, great yeah. idea. That comes from when so I was. You uh, giving people bad ideas now. I, do you know what? It's like uh, it was a point where I would be. Oh, I can't say that. No, I actually don't care. I mean, really. <laughs> when I was a financial contractor, I told to work no matter how I felt because if I wanted to take a week off. It cost you money. It cost me money. Yeah, so, so I'd be like, yeah, do you know what? I call <laughs> that was that was when I was working for banks or anything. If they got a problem with it, email me. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, well, look, I know where. <laughs> sorry, that was hilarious. Um, sorry, yeah, we talked about banks yesterday, and I got annoyed, didn't I? <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, well, look, we're we're kind of coming towards the end now. Um, of what's next uh, i know we we briefly touched on what's next because we have, i feel like we've gone on so many tangents but hopefully it's been uh you know a little bit valuable today talking about you know some of the future stuff talking about maybe how to approach what you know your next adventure um you know whether you're like diane who've got like pretty much 75 trips booked with us <laughs> um or you've actually just done your first trip um you know whatever you know how you how you kind of approach your next trip and um we'll certainly putting more out there um some of them as well that we've actually we're trying to build in uh, and i know that kate you mentioned there the kanchenjunga uh, circuit which is an epic um but we are planning on doing more kind of shorter uh, kind of trips uh, in and around europe so you know four or five days and then some maybe for a week um they're a bit more kind of achievable uh, from a time perspective because we understand that you know going out and, and spending three weeks is awesome um but it's not something you can do too many times in one year, you know, unless you're retired or, you know, self-employed or you've got your own time. Um, so we're going to try and create some more kind of epic journeys on some weekends. So that you know, that's one of our plans is to is to have more weekender trips like Tubecal. Um, it's just something that, you know, we we realise, uh, you know, we we, we kind of want to put out there because we we haven't got too many shorter trips like that. Um, so we wanted to kind of create some more of those, definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, great. Keep them coming as well. I know we're on the um, the live today, but if you do have any suggestions, it's always good. Just chuck it, um, you know, chuck it in the group or, or, or send us a message. Yep. Um, obviously, you've got the uh, the messenger on the website as well, um, so you can just drop in there and just say, "Oh, look, just been on the live." Um, I had a couple of ideas once, you know, that 
say the live finish and you're like oh my god i didn't tell him about this um just ping that across uh you know and and, and we can we can kind of look at that um that trip essentially yeah um yeah ararat summit exactly okay yeah there's, there's so there's so many cool places to go and paul can you arrange tailored trips for small groups how um, small group yeah it how large yeah it depends on the location um as you can imagine you know we we want to work and, and the way we've always run our trips is with evertrek guides um so if it's a place that we've got a team then we can certainly like say you said okay we've got a place in nepal i know she don't currently do it but we want to we want to go there and we want to um you know take a group of say five to ten people whatever it is um then yeah we can we can certainly put something together it's it's not something that we um uh you know that we kind of advertise but we can do yeah anything i mean we you know we can we can essentially do anything it, it takes a little bit of work obviously and uh we need to establish you know the costs involved and um you know how much uh, it would be for you guys but yeah certainly we can we can look at tailored trips yeah um certainly it, it like i said if if we already do trips in that location it's a lot easier for us um because you know it takes time to kind of get them on board um you know get them up to our level get to the standard rather than just say sending you with just a mountain guide from anywhere you know yeah um but yeah like you mentioned uh, was it tube exactly we've we've had um we recently had um a group who are going out to Tupcal, um gentleman called dave uh, not this one uh, <laughs> um and he's taken 10 um a group of 10 as, as private day uh, out to Tupcal and doing some of the summits yeah as a private date um so we did we put a cost yeah. put a date and now he's going on that date. so only i think five grand more is what we charge <laughs> for a normal trip so um yeah just... don't pour <laughs> what yeah yeah you just make the checkout today make the checkout today but um, um yeah we can certainly do it and um, look at the cost it, obviously we take a little bit of time just put the itinerary together if it's in Tubcal, fantastic because that you know they, there's so much uh so many awesome mountains in that area that we can we can do yeah. um obviously on the eight day, eight day trip we do do another summit um but there are kind of four peaks over four thousand so you know that could be um for, for instance a um you know a longer weekend trip that you want to do um yeah paul drop us an email mate and we if you've got an idea about numbers and dates then we can we can we can cost that up for you yeah great stuff well look um dave final words uh yeah, never never go yeah no i always think uh, i stand by what i said earlier that you know by having a trip booked on yeah or at least something in the diary that's you know has an adventurous element to it yeah generally does improve my life day to day before i've even gone on the trip um so one of the big reasons why i do it is it keeps me motivated it keeps me happy it keeps me focused when i don't have something to do or if all i'm doing is working for the weekend i do tend to flounder a little bit and you kind of lose motivation to get out there and do amazing things that are outside your front door so yeah every time i have a trip booked on i not only do the trip but i also travel further afield than uh you know my house or work and see amazing things in the lead up yeah so um it's enriching on both ends so yeah i highly recommend if you just come back and you want to book another one the best time to do it is probably right now or at the worst tomorrow is that what i said i don't know i just made it up no it is mate yeah i like that yeah. i really like that and sophie agrees yeah that's the important thing exactly. <laughs> great stuff lovely to see you all um you know great to see some uh regulars uh and some newbies as well um obviously be back next week um, but have an awesome week and weekend wherever you're up to. Um, stay safe out in the mountains or whatever you are in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, no worries. Take care. If you're planning on coming to Wales, learn to swim. <laughs> it has been that wet lately, isn't oh, it? I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> now, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.